also I would like to appreciate the leadership of this church as well for this opportunity and also for giving you this opportunity also to learn very, very important topics and important teachings. I've been told that this month is a relationship month and you've had a series of topics here and there. And last week you had marriage and marriage and this week is going to be sexual relations. And um, it's a very, very interesting topic. And at the same time, it's one of those topics that youths need answers to. And they've given me um, the task for me to come here and talk to you about it. Sexual relations. Sexual relations. But before I just go into my talk, I just want us to say a word of prayer. Let's bow down our head quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we are gathered once again, not by our own accord or just our own volition. We are gathered here, Father, Lord, so as to hear from you. We ask that you speak to us in Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we ask that every word that will be speaking here today, let it be vomited by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. We ask also, Father, Lord, that the word we will hear here today shall not stand against us on the day of judgment in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, because we know you have answered us. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen. Do I ask a quick question? The word sexual relation... Does it, does it sound new to anyone here? Have you never had it before? If you've not had it before, raise up your hand. <laughs> We've all had it before. When we talk about sexual relationship, we're talking about an interaction between two people. Um, I was reading uh, a meaning in the, in the dictionary, and it's quite, uh, you know, when you are, when you are actually... When you are actually like um, a child of God, you find it difficult to go about that meaning. They say sexual relationship is the relationship that is involved sexual, inter- sex- sexual inter- intercourse between two or more people. That more people is a serious thing, isn't it? Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, but that's what it is. That's what sexual relation is. We've talked about relationship between friends, friends, uh, relationship between families. But that relationship that comes whereby sex is involved, that's what we are talking about today. Now, many people have different thoughts, different belief about it. Even um, the world has its own belief and its own definition as well. But we are here to talk about how does God see it? How does God see sexual relation? One thing I would like you to know is that God himself was the one that created it. God was the person that created sexual relationship. And as everything that God creates... The devil brings it up and turns it upside down because it's always at war with God. Unfortunately, he has been able to captivate man and he has been able to send, even unfortunately, young people into perpetual bondage using this relationship. And it's because we are not adequately being taught. You know, when growing up, we've had different teaching, especially for me, where I grew up from. When When we were growing up, different teaching. They taught us so many things, especially when it comes to this. Unfortunately, many of them are not right. And then we normally look at, we, unfortunately for some of us, we're actually following it. Thank God until when we knew the Lord and then we realized that this part is actually a part that is not right. Let's open our Bible, if you have your Bible quickly, to the book of Hebrews. Quickly. I'll read from here. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. I read from here. The Bible says, Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. 
that scripture is making it clear unto us that God has ordained sexual relationship to exist between what? Husband and wife. It's restricted to marriage. Because sexual relation, God created it. The first institution that God created was marriage. God was the first person that instituted marriage. And he was the first person that was the first priest that joined the first man and the first woman together. That is what the Bible made us to understand. In Genesis 2 verse 18, the Bible said, it is not good for the man to be alone. He decided to make him an helpmate. And God brought them together. And then they became husband and wife. And from there, the Bible made us to understand that they have been what, joined together. Now, because God has created it, another thing you should know about sexual relation is that it is spiritual. Sexual relationship is not it's a physical thing. It's a spiritual occurrence. So when you talk about sexual, it's something, when we say spiritual, it means that God himself what, supervises it. You know, I've spoken to some young people, and then when you, when you ask them questions, I, I wouldn't like to marry a pastor. They say, why? They say, because I won't enjoy the sex. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Is it not true? I've had it, I've been in contact. They say, why? They say, because they will be too holy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It will be too holy. But that's not the case. Amen? When it is sexual relationship between the right people, then it is allowed for you to be whatever they want it to be. But unfortunately, the world that we live in now is now giving us different ideologies, different teachings when it comes to sexual relationship. You see people who are not yet to be involved going into it and is causing serious heartache to God and is bringing serious problem into our present world, into our present world. Sexual relationship, as I said, is a sexual intercourse between a man and a woman or between, as, as the scripture said, between two people, but the only ordained one is the one between man and wife and his wife. I pray that Lord will help us in Jesus' name. There are so many things that are going on when it comes to sex. Young people will ask, masturbation. What is wrong with masturbation? Yes, it's a sexual activity, but it is not ordained by God. Masturbation is the act of a sexual stimulation of oneself to the point of that person having a sexual excitement, which they call orgasm. Now, as I said in the Bible, God created what? Sexual relationship. He created sexual intercourse. And he ordained it between what? A man and a woman. Between a man and his wife. Now, when somebody is now having sex with himself, then it's a problem. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And it comes with grievous consequences. Very grievous consequences. So many things that may not be open to the present eyes. But it has a very, a very, it has a very devastating effect to the destiny of that individual. Many times I've seen people, even if we are in the UK, I would have said, oh, come to Nigeria and go to the deliverance ground. See many people on the deliverance ground there. What, they are pro- what their problem is, the root is in what they call masturbation. Masturbation. And if anybody is under such problem to hear, I pray that Lord will deliver you in Jesus' name. We are still going to have chance for the question and the answers. I'm just trying to put this out there so that we can understand. God is not in any way supporting masturbation. I know when you go to, sometimes you see some doctors, I've had it before, they said there's no problem when you are masturbating. That in fact, health-wise, there are a lot of benefits to it. But I tell you one thing, God is not support of the world. The Bible says something in James chapter 4, 4 verse 4. What did he say? He says, 
Enemy, um, friendship with the world is what? An enmity with God. God does not think the way the world is thinking. I pray that Lord will help us in Jesus' name. There's another group of people who are very sexually active. You know what? They'll say, well, thank God I don't commit any sexual fornication with anybody. I don't do. All I just do is just to watch. I just watch pornography. Praise the Lord. That is another level of sexual activity which needs to be looked into. What is pornography? It is the act of you watching printed or visual sexual materials in order to stimulate sexual excitement. In fact, it's a disaster for anybody who is sitting down and watching pornography. You know, um, (laughs) many years ago, there was this young man that I know. Very vibrant, goes to church. In fact, in those days, in those days, when we were young, our parents used to be like, why don't you be like this man? He prays every night. And it's true. When it's night like that, when he start praying, nobody sleeps. So one day, in the afternoon, I just saw this boy was watching movie. And I sat there and it was all porn. I'm like, brother, I thought you are a Christian. Oh, he said, I'm getting it wrong. I'm only watching it. I'm not doing it. I said, but you watching it is a problem. He said, no, 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 no. I was young that time, so I don't have enough um, you know, I know I don't have enough answers to challenge him. After all, he's even older than me. But there's one thing the Bible said something in Matthew chapter 5, verse 27. He said, He that looks at a woman and lusts after her has what committed the act of adultery in his heart. So it goes beyond just like, Oh, I'm not doing it, I'm not involved. Even if you watch. It's a problem. And you know what? There are effects of you watching it as well. Do you know that everything that you see, you are feeding your mind with it? Everything you look at. Many years ago, somebody was giving us analysis of how the human minds work. They said, as human beings, out of the 100% of what you see, you, um, that you come in contact to, with your mind, you always remember 33% of what you can see. 33%. I think my time is running out. Praise the Lord. I will just quickly mention this and then afterwards we'll go into the question. I say you can remember 33. So if you, if uh, what you hear, sorry, if you hear something, 33% of that stays in your mind, whether you like it or not. And it's, it's something you can practicalize. You go past where they are playing music. Don't sing that song. Get home. Something will bring that song back to you and you're wondering, where did I hear this from today? It's because 33% of that thing stays inside your mind. When you see, is that what you see? 66% of it stays in your mind. You see where the problem is. When someone says, I'm not doing it, I'm only looking at it. I pray that Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So when somebody is watching pornography, it's only a matter of time because you fed your mind with so many things. At the end of the day, even if you don't get to find somebody to do it, some people end up having spirit husband, spirit wife. But I pray that if anybody is under that pressure or bondage, the Lord will deliver you in Jesus' name. What are we here to talk about? We are talk- here to talk about the sexual relationship as it relates to what God is expected of us and how we can avoid what the world is pushing out to us here. I pray as we go on into this teaching and into this or into this question and answer, whatever questions that you have, that the Lord himself will provide answers for it in Jesus' name.